have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. And welcome to another brand new episode of Memoir of a Ninja Girl. As I said, that there would be a twist. So the twist is adding a commentary to the topic of the day. So what's what's the commentary about? So it's just me talking about the things that's made the news over the week. So first of all, Lake State um, Assembly Speaker Mudashiru Obasa, he said something. And I really find that very, 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 I'm sure that many people do find that very, very annoying. Yeah. And it's very inhumane. And I don't know, it's overly sensitive that he would say that, especially now that people are still, are still crying, mourning their loved ones. Here's what he said. Before we put the questions, and shall we rise and observe one minute silence in honor of those patriotic negotiators who lost their lives and not miscreants that were killed by the police? So, who are the miscreants? Because when the protesters were held, there was cough. When the protesters were held, nothing, nowhere was being looted. But then it took them to get back in. There was a curfew. And then shops. And everything started to get looted. So I really do not understand what the miscreant is. And I really find that very, very insensitive. So Honorable Wasiu Sani, the Deputy Speaker Constituency, Lagos Highland 2, he also has something to say. The social influencers did not help matter. They aggravated and catalyzed the destruction of Lagos. In fact... The way Amana it was put on social media, I could not even eat. Mm-hmm. I was down. I was very, very sad. I thought what we had, we cannot have less than 300 or 1,000 people who had um, died from such whatever. Oh, he said he is expecting over 300 to 1,000 people, according to the news that according to the things that were shared on social media. So that brings me to asking, one life doesn't matter. So we have to count numbers. We have to compare numbers. Then it becomes, oh, that is that is not good. Why you have to kill 50 people? You should have gone to 1,000 people. Isn't that crazy? Yes, I really think it's very crazy. And it is very crazy. Who does that? I'm, I'm, okay. Um, shout out to our very own Amebu Inspector. Uh, we see your we, 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 we see your work. We see your action. Fashala, thank you very much, sir. You know, I really did expect it a lot. Uh, that Hollywood um, performance was was very interesting. It would take one trillion naira, which is one thousand billion naira to rebuild lagos um but jambia miller said that one trillion naira to rebuild lagos so when you say all of this and then 
we say oh we want the youth i, I don't really know what age the youth um starts or end so that brings us to madame mojisola halimakoli she is a member in the Lagos state assembly uh house of assembly and she says they are high on drugs all the time most of them they go to social media they, they do all sorts of things we are high on drugs all the time i don't know i don't know like i have few friends and my friends don't do drugs yes my friends don't do drugs so when you come to say that hardworking entrepreneurs that the country hasn't made life easy for are high on drugs everybody's an entrepreneur in nigeria like every single person and saying that they they should go and be let people be whatever they want to be you have to give them a place to thrive a society has to be conducive you don't force people now you want to compare nigeria to to the united states of america you want to compare nigeria to the uk isn't that interesting unemployment rate in the uk is 4.5 percent in germany 3.03 percent in the u.s is 7.9 percent in china since you guys always talk about china they are regulating their news yeah china the unemployment rate in china is 3.8 percent in nigeria according to nera metrics it says 21.7 million nigerians do not have a job 27.3 million don't have a job people are living on one dollar less than one dollar a day that's 350 what does that buy you you want to empower women with 20,000 naira i 20 20k 20k okay Kogi <sighs> state commissioner for health as she has been sobbing on social media i think these are politicians then they have gone beyond singing and dancing they are not professional actors i mean of course we have the likes of desmond elliott shekushaya akinisa palliatives are being looted to celebrate politician birthdays ah omo palliatives palliatives you know things that are that actually belongs to the people now you want to use this thing to do to do what you're pressing them you are oppressing us many of us finish university we don't even know what next uh another one that really got me has to be the um electricity now in nigeria we monetize everything is being monetized the monetization of everything including electricity is the reason we are trading electricity with neighboring countries many places in lagos in nigeria don't even have lights they don't have lights for years they don't have lights and now we can't give our citizens these things but we, we we take it outside and trade it you know i don't i don't know i don't know it's only in nigeria that you give what your people don't have you give what your people don't enjoy and it is absolutely absolutely surprising and Ah, okay it's it's just very hard for me to wrap my head around it and last but not least because if you go on the news there are so many things the last but not the least has to be the covid-19 second wave is out and i tell you this thing is scarier than ever it is scary guys very very scary 
COVID is real, COVID is in Nigeria. So forget all these things that they tell you. Eh, COVID is not in Nigeria. Please wear your damn mask, yeah? Wear that mask. And um, let's move to another episode of Memoir of a Nigerian Girl. It's just going to come now. And I have a beautiful person. And I would really like you to hear that. Thank you. This is the commentary for the week. Memoir of the Ninja Girl. Hello and welcome to another episode of Memoir of the Ninja Girl. My name is Helen. So on today's episode, that soul has to be high. Well, you only like the while, okay? Like it has to be very high. So on today's episode, I have um, Lani with me, the most amazing, most intelligent, and Bebelo, Lami. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, Helen, for having me. So today we're going to talk about um, the reading culture in Nigeria. Lami is a writer. She is a creative mind. So, Lami, do Nigerians read? Uh, that question is, uh, is leading. Nigerians, uh, okay, let's, let's do it on a general uh, platform now. Nigerians do not like to read. I'd say maybe a few years ago, the reading culture was still better. But now with the advent of technology, phones, social media, nobody likes to read. Uh, attention span is very, very low. We do not like to read. So what, what do you think? Is, is, is it like illiteracy is illiteracy a factor? Um, I don't think illiteracy is a factor. Uh, I think it's the lack of willingness. Mm. It feels like too much work for people to actually sit down for a few seconds and read. It's not, it's not illiteracy. So if it doesn't have anything to do with illiteracy and of course even with the caption a lot of people have problems even reading captions yeah. when you uh, you read uh, when you see a content mm-hmm. and even headlines many people can't even go through the headline completely yeah. they yeah. always like okay that's it mm-hmm. and that doesn't really send the whole uh, message sure, yeah. so if if illiteracy and uh, is not the factor and uh, people are not just willing to read yeah. How can we help them? Uh, How can we correct that? Yeah, I would say that um, over the years, because of this problem, a few writers have, uh, content readers have developed other means of passing information along, you know, passing the knowledge along. And yeah, because um, we are not islands, we always have feel the need to connect to people. And writers do this by, you know, putting words, stringing words together, you know, trying to pass on a knowledge somebody else, somebody that can benefit from this. So um, uh, people over the years have uh, tried to do things like, um, you know, audio books, for yeah, instance, yeah. you know, they, they found out that people like to listen to things on the go instead of being confined to a space, you know, having to sit down there and read something for hours. They would, you know, while going on the way, they can always, you know, plug in their earphones and listen to these things. So I think it's one way that people can do that or drama. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things too. Reading, um, reading a book, you have to feel the book. Is it different when you feel that book and read it, and instead of using the audio book, because it, it seems like this audio book is very very much in vogue right now. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing in vogue. Um, uh, okay, let me come to another instance. I prefer to read than watching a movie you know for instance you're watching a movie um all of the actors have already spelled out these characters for you you are fixated on a character but if you were reading it you can always imagine you can imagine the person is wearing a blue dress or walking by the beach you can imagine anything you know and the audiobooks for instance you only have to um, concentrate on 
whoever is delivering this um message, message you know mm-hmm. you listen to the voice you listen to how the person um the emotions in the voice of this person you are still you still have you still are not able to um bring these things to life yourself you and are the still, pitch yeah you're still confined to how this person decides to deliver his emotions so i think reading a book would you know allow you to explore your mind you can do whatever you can think whatever you know that's it so the authors um the readers um industry in nigeria is there some sort of growth uh, well, um, I think, uh, let me say, the COVID-19 um, period too has also Help. seen a, a an upshoot in, you know, the number of people that are willing to write. Right. I think I, I've noticed that, yeah, uh, uh, more people are, you know, want, are wanting to express how they feel over years, over about different things, about, for instance, I started writing a book, I've been putting it up for so many years, right. now. I started writing a book during this period. Yeah, I felt like there's so much stuff that I need to. I write, I write just very few things. I write uh, poetry, you know, something that I don't really have to focus on for so long because it's 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 it's, it's tasking. It's, it takes a lot of you know brain work. It's not right. easy. Sometimes those ideas do not just come. You know, what do you do? You know. So, so I think that's it. Is there some sort of um, future for writers, authors in Nigeria? Uh, yeah, uh, I know that. Um, I haven't been to anyone so far, okay. but um, there are some summits, you know, seminars, uh, group hangouts that writers come together, you know, come to exchange ideas. Of course, writing is not is not very good for a writer to be in one place. You know, you always have to find inspiration somewhere. You talk to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. I'm always looking for the next thing to, you know, pick up from somebody, you know. Right. So when writers come together, you know, um, you exchange ideas, you feed off your, um, your experiences, you, you know. So, so I think that there is a future for writers in Nigeria. So basically when writers come together, great yeah. things happen. Yeah, great things happen. Okay, so um, I've, I'm always very, very um, passionate about writing. I love to write. I study journalism. I think I said that this is like the fifth time. So <laughs> so I actually love to write. Okay. And often t- one time I thought I was going to write a book, which I would keep. So do you ever get writer's block? Oh, yes, I do. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's so common. Uh, um, sometime in, what's it called? Uh, was it July or June? I, I joined this um, writing writer's group thing was the title was write your book in 14 days i said what 14 oh, days wow. and i'm like whoa i can do this but of course it was easier for people that already had like a manuscript down i didn't have anything i didn't i had to start from scratch but of course the title you know caught my attention you know someone says i can write a book someone thinks i can do this all right and one of the things we talked about was writer's blog the um administrator was like there's nothing like a writer's book. i'm like what the heck are you there saying is. Yeah, there's writer's blog there she's like um block. it's really about you deciding that um for instance now she basically said you'd have it's better for you to have okay i'm going to write about so 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 thing on so so day within two hours write outlines right um this is what you're going to write you know so you kind of um plan your writing along those lines if you do not plan your writing of course you're going to have writer's block is a thing it's just it's unavoidable hmm. you know if you if you plan yourself okay i'm going to write about um suffering and hardship for 30 minutes okay so you might not really have all of the points figured out but um of course as you write you talk to people you somehow these words come together but if you do not have like 
an actual thing you want to write about something of course you have to come down to actionable points right. you know, not just a very random um you know bogus yeah you know you have to come to something key i'm going to write for 30 minutes write on this for 30 minutes so with that writer's block becomes you know easily manageable it's not something that happens to you as frequently so since i had that experience i've found out that i've not really been having writer's block as i used to so i think it's more of a psychological thing you know feel like yeah and of course you need to have new experiences if you stay fixed in one place for so long you don't you're not interacting with others you're you going to definitely explore. have this writer's block yeah how do you take yourself out of a character you create because i know as, as a writer if you're talking if you're writing about um, suffering about pain you have to yeah. feel it yeah and it's always very hard for me particularly when i want to talk about um, motherhood okay not like i've been there but i've i've watched my mom bring my my younger ones to life and everything so if you want to talk about stuff like that then it's very hard for me to take myself out of it and for days and moody and all of that how how have you um how did you take your how do you take yourself out of it uh well i think i treat it as a job so mm. to say and okay okay first let me say how do i even get into the character mm. i found out it's easier for me to write about stuff that i can really relate to than things that are more abstract to me okay okay so how do i get into character for instance now motherhood like you said i could decide to start listening to strings of songs that have to do with motherhood pains different things that women go through or whatever so with that i'm able to get into character and i'm able to see a picture of what i'm going to so after i'm done with that i don't really have a problem going out of character because i see it as just as a job as a you know just expressing myself to some other person somebody out there that needs to gain something from me and also going through their pains yes yes uh is there a book you've read by a nigerian author that you think is so overhyped uh-uh that that was not mm. necessary now but really mm. could necessary no, i can't think of one right you now. can't think of I one. Can't think okay of one what, right. what book did you read by a nigerian author that really wowed you um i'm saying the gods are not to blame i think it was ola somebody i can't remember right uh, the gods are not to blame yeah i think i read that i think yeah it was, it was, it was, mine it was definitely fun. has to be um butchi imitators um joys of motherhood, motherhood. Yeah. yeah so what do you have in store for us lami you told me a few minutes ago that you're working on your book yeah so should we look forward to that oh yes please look forward to it uh my mind is a very um it's a very crazy place permits me to use that word um uh being with people or people that know me over the years i've always been like you know there's something there of course i know that um i've been writing very short things over the years just very stuff on my birthday this year i did like a a journal of uh, the first 17 days the 17 days of that month you know and of course the um response i got was was very interesting right um you mind to share oh of course like I'll, i'll share uh so i'm writing right right now i'm writing a piece a book mm. about myself so it's sort of like an autobiography and some fiction when i said i was writing autobiography someone said oh well, at 30 you're writing an autobiography that's is that not too early. early and i'm like when i don't know what you term as early but i feel like like there could be somebody i could bless with you with know, that with that my experience in life or anything so but people really always feel like autobiography is like you're writing your will yeah when, that's what i'm saying that's the point now <laughs> I, said, i don't know why it's, it's a problem you know i don't know and it's also okay if, if yeah. after you decide to write your will yeah. i mean of course it is uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
you know. <laughs> so how can we improve the reading culture in Nigeria? Well, um, I'm not really sure much can be done about it, but of course we can still keep, you know, letting people know, or you know, people that do not read as much, maybe introducing them to short, short, short things to yeah. first, then gradually, you know, they can develop an appetite for reading longer pieces. Okay. How do you manage as a creative during the lockdown? Oh, well, um, I didn't have a problem. I had I had so much time on my hand, so of course I was able to do quite a lot of stuff. But of course I, I became depressed at some point, yeah. I think many of us did, yeah. you know. Having nothing to do, nowhere to go to, you know. Of course I poured that out into into my 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 computer, you know, writing about all these things. So so that's that's it basically. Are writers likely to be sad people? Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I think we we internalize too much, and because of that, we might we might uh, you know we might we may have a tendency to become inside because of what we carry. Because of what we carry, yeah, you know, because um, in each character and in a, in a piece, every character you're trying to. You know, feel what our character is feeling, trying to bring your character to life. Because of that, you might, you know, get lost in it, mm. and it's, it's it's very easy. But it just it requires a you know, a determination, a strong will to not be held back by, you know, what char- what character you're trying to portray. Yeah, yeah. So in that in that space where you feel that okay, now I have um, taken this character so much inside of me that I don't really know the real me. Anymore, yeah? Um, is there some sort of um, community, writer's community, where you can go pour out your heart to them? Or what, 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 what should you do at that time when you really cannot feel yourself? Because when you start to lose yourself as a person, that's, that's really not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. So what what should the writer do at that time? Yeah, I think I think the writer should you know um, communicate with others, people that have probably felt that same way. Because oh, um, nothing, there's nothing in right. this world that is new. Yeah, you know. So you can always reach out to somebody out, out there that has gone through what you're feeling, and you know, figure it out. What's the worst you felt? Felt in which way now? Um, as a writer, if you. If you think about something, what's the worst you felt like? Okay, have I've carried this character? Yeah. So, uh, what's the worst you felt? How how bad have you really felt? Like, okay, this is this is going to be hard to to recover from. Um, I don't think I've really um, fallen in love with the character so much to oh. that extent. You know, I don't think I have. I don't really. Would you like? Like to I said, it? I always feel like it's a job. I try to. It's not easy. One humans, of course. You know, sometimes those things tend to linger, you know, linger on your soul, you know. And you, you need to put these emotions into your... Unless you're, you're right, your readers will not ex, you will not understand. They won't really feel that impact, you know. But I haven't really had this experience you're saying. I haven't really lost myself so much in a character, you know. Okay. Yeah. So that is it on today's episode of Memoir of a Ninja Girl. Thank you very much for coming, Lami. I really appreciate your Thank insightful you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, response. So that is it on today's episode. My name is Helen. Do not forget to follow me on Instagram, helen.love.23. Kindly subscribe to my podcast channel, follow, like, and kindly share. Thank you.